Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The world of sports entertainment in particular is littered with incidences of wrestlers refusing to lose a match for one reason or another. It could be down to personal animosity to their opponent, protecting their image, or they just didn't like the plan that the boss had created. And a wrestler refusing to do right by their business has sometimes grounded pushes to a halt, killed passion for the sport, or quite simply annoyed everybody in the back. So I am Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are the nine worst times WWE wrestlers refuse to lose. Number 9. Shawn Michaels refused to lose to the British Bulldog. One night only, 1997. At SummerSlam 1992, the British Bulldog defeated Bret Hart for the Intercontinental Championship in one of the greatest feel-good wins in all of wrestling, taking place in Davy Boy's home country of England. Five years later, returning for the one night only pay-per-view, WWF hoped to get a repeat with Bulldog once again winning in front of his biggest fans. Only Shawn Michaels was standing in the way of that plan. While a hometown win would generate the biggest pop, HBK, being in maximum backstage politic mode, argued that the biggest story coming out of the event long term would be Michaels becoming the first ever WWF Grand Slam champion. A wrestler who had held the WWF World, Intercontinental, Tag Team and European titles. The higher-ups agreed and Michaels was given the victory. The British Bulldog was the reigning European champion, fighting in front of the second hottest crowd he'd ever had on his side, and this all contributed to another notch on Michael's resume which he did not need. Number 8. Hulk Hogan refused to lose to Randy Orton, SummerSlam 2006 Another name you'll hear a few times on this list is the immortal Hulk Hogan. Known by his colleagues as one of the most notorious backstage meddlers in every company he's ever worked for. He's consistent at least. This particular occasion saw Hulk stall an exciting new gimmick from a superstar who struggled to find his feet as a face but won fans over as the legend killer heel Randy Orton. Orton was hot going into SummerSlam 2006, having come out of an amazing feud with The Undertaker and battling for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 22. Following a short rivalry with Hulk Hogan, also involving his daughter Brooke, the two were scheduled to battle at the biggest party of the summer. With an aging body and dodgy knees, surely Hogan was going to lay down for the RKL, right? Clearly, you underestimate the power of creative control, brother. After all, this was Hulk Hogan, and Brooke had a terrible album to promote. With his pythons flexed, and Randy having nowhere near the power backstage that he would eventually gain, Orton took the fall, and the Hulkster had a no 
another exciting young talent under his belt. Number 7. Hulk Hogan refused to lose to Shawn Michaels, SummerSlam 2005. When Hogan returned in 2005 for a storyline with HBK, the original plan was for a trilogy of matches between the two. Both would get one win apiece, followed by a rubber match to conclude. The storyline kickstarted in epic fashion with Michaels turning heel on Hogan and turning his bad guy act up to 11, giving fans one of the most entertaining performances of his career. After playing a major troll job on the Calgary audience, fooling them into thinking Bret Hart was in the building, and a mock Hulk Hogan interview where HBK impersonated the Immortal One, Hogan himself took umbrage to the skits and ultimately reduced the feud to a single match, meaning Michaels would not get his win back. HBK did the job, but not before selling for Hogan with video game ragdoll physics in one of the most bizarrely entertaining performances ever. Now I've got a question for you, what's the most disappointing SummerSlam match in WWE history? One of these Hulkamaniacs performances? Or something else? Let me know in the comments section below, my friends. Number 6. Neville refused to lose to Enzo Amore. Raw October 2017. In 2016, following one of the best tournaments in WWE history in the Cruiserweight Classic, the new Cruiserweight division was drafted to Monday Night Raw, where things immediately fell apart. They were eventually given their own show in 205 Live, and were gifted a new top heel in the shape of Neville to stabilize the show and bring legitimacy to the new Cruiserweight Championship. Despite the number of exciting cruiserweights on the show and some amazing matches, 205 Live still failed to deliver in the ratings department though. Vince McMahon would then decide to add new character into the brand by bringing in Enzo Amore and attempting to build the brand around him, with the bonafide G becoming champion shortly after. Enzo's all-mouth, all-the-time style appeared to clash with the rest of the roster though, something that storylines fed into with Neville and Amore trading roles, uniting the entire a roster against the champion. Just as the storyline was gaining momentum, however, Neville walked out of the company just before Raw on October 9th, 2017. Mainly citing long-term frustrations with the company, the final straw was that he was scheduled to lose to Enzo on that edition of the show. Lucha Dragon Kalisto would win the title on that Raw instead. Neville would remain inactive for almost a year before returning to the indies after his contract expired. And I wonder what he's doing now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number five, Hulk Hogan refused to lose to Bret Hart, SummerSlam 1993. A trilogy of Hulk Hogan antics concludes with his most egregious act of politicking. By 1993, Hogan's star was waning, and a new breed of superstar was needed to take his place. Everyone and their mother told Vince McMahon that Bret Hart was the man, but WrestleMania 9 saw the Hitman lose his WWF title match to Yokozuna, and Hogan then take the title from the kayfabe sumo star in one of the worst moments from one of the worst WrestleManias ever. The plan was now for the Hulkster to battle Hart at SummerSlam, in what was to be a grand passing of the torch moment, with the golden era ending and the new generation beginning. This match would never happen in a WWF ring, however, as the Hulkster would drop the championship back to Yokozuna at King of the Ring, via the first of two fireballs that would explode in his face. Then Hogan would leave within the year. The story behind this was that Hulk didn't view Bret as his equal, and it would apparently not be realistic for Hart to dethrone him for the title. So while one of the best technical wrestlers in the world wasn't worthy of the championship in Hogan's eyes, he was happy to hand the belt back to Yokozuna instead. Terry, Terry, Terry. Number four, Goldberg refused to lose to Bray Wyatt, Super Showdown 2020. Following the most baffling of booking decisions at Hell in a Cell 2019, The Fiend won the Universal Championship from Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia again the following month. Bray's newest creation would be built as the unstoppable force leading into the new year, battling Daniel Bryan in a decent feud and The Miz in a stinker. The long-term plan was seemingly for Wyatt to hold the belt until WrestleMania, where Roman Reigns would wrestle and ultimately conquer The Fiend in the main event. A good number of things prevented that main event from happening, though. But first and foremost was Goldberg reportedly refusing to lose. Goldberg allegedly argued that a loss to Wyatt would hurt his image, as he saw himself as a superhero to the younger fans, and ultimately didn't want to disappoint them. On the one hand, this would make sense if the event took place 20 years ago, but in 2020, Goldberg as world champion is something that no one wanted to see again. Though, that being said, it is worth noting how he would later claim that he has never said no to putting anybody over. Except maybe Chris Jericho. So we'll let you decide whether you think Super Bill wanted to save the day or not. Number 3. John Cena refused to lose to the Nexus, SummerSlam 2010 Today on this edition of Cena Wins LOL, it's the time John Cena refused to lose to not just one superstar, but an entire faction, baby. Big Match John has been known as the brick wall that has halted the momentum of a number of stars in the past, but perhaps no burial was as damaging as the one inflicted on what was the most dangerous group in recent memory. The Nexus burst onto the scene by not just taking out Cena, but the entire Raw set and everyone around it. Think Retribution, but better. They continued to wreak havoc on the roster until Cena united the boys and challenged them to a match at SummerSlam 2010. At the event, everyone involved got the spotlight, and all signs pointed to Nexus continuing their momentum for the rest of the year. Then they hit the brick wall that they could not see. The match came down to John Cena and Nexus's Wade Barrett and Justin Gabriel. Cena was beaten and broken. Then, out of nowhere, he comes back to defeat both men in quick succession becoming the sole survivor for his team. According to Edge, Chris Jericho, and Cena himself, it was he who lobbied to go over the younger talent, thinking that the storyline had run its course. Eventually, John himself would regret the choice, though, admitting he made a mistake. 
That's one way of putting it. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin refused to lose to Brock Lesnar. Raw, June 2002. The day that Stone Cold took his ball and went home. The story throughout 2002 was that Steve Austin was getting frustrated with his role in the company and felt that storylines for his character had become stagnant. Following underwhelming feuds in the first half of the year, Austin was pitched to work with the rapidly rising star of Brock Lesnar in the lead up to King of the Ring. Austin was keen on the prospects of a brand new opponent, but was not at all happy with the company giving away a big money match that could have headlined any pay-per-view on weekly TV, especially without proper build-up and potentially making the Texas Rattlesnake look weak. Austin no-showed Raw on June 10th, and all his storylines from that point on were dropped. Following his refusal to do the honors to Lesnar, the company verbally buried their star in the weeks following his walkout, severing all ties with him, and Austin would not appear on WWE television for nearly a year. Things would eventually be smoothed over by the beginning of 2003 though, and he would return for one more round with The Rock at WrestleMania 19. Number 1. Bret Hart Refused to Lose to Shawn Michaels Survivor Series 1997 Of course, it has to be the most infamous case of a wrestler refusing to lose at number 1. In this occasion though, he was given no choice. You all likely know the story by now, but just in case you don't, or even if you just want to relive the chaos, in 1997, Vince McMahon told Bret Hart that he could not honour the big money contract he'd promised, and he was given the go-ahead to jump ship to WCW. Being the reigning WWF champion, McMahon instructed him to drop the belt to Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series. Hart, who had nuclear heat with Michaels for years at that point, was fine with dropping the championship, but he would under no circumstances drop it to Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series in front of fans from his home country. The plan was allegedly set for Hart to retain at the show and drop it to Michaels when back in the States, at which point Hart's contract would be up. McMahon, panicking at the prospect that he might take the WWF title onto WCW TV though, decided to take action. So the plan was in place. Michaels had Bret Hart locked in the Hitman signature sharpshooter, but before Hart could reverse the move, Vince McMahon rushed to the ring and urged referee Earl Hebner to call for the bell. This single act of forcing a loss caused a seismic shift in the landscape of not just WWF, but professional wrestling as a whole. The business was about to experience its hottest period in history. And all because Bret screwed Bret. And that's our list. No many other terrible times WWE wrestlers refused to lose. Well, let us know all about them in the comments section right down below. And don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you like this sort of thing, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Cheers for stopping on by today, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.